This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. We're in my college chapel here at World Ministries International. It's a live audience. You know, people are wondering today why they're miserable. They wonder why they're filled with fear and anxiety. People today are troubled. They're worried. Their mind is destroying their peace. It's destroying their relationships with family, friends, employers, their enemies. The mind is constantly causing them to be tormented. People wonder why they are tormented or why their mind cannot concentrate. Christians wonder why they are constantly on edge or they lose their temper so easily. A huge question Christians have is, why are not my prayers answered? Could it be that there's not enough of God's love in your life? The mind, our mind, your mind, causes them to be tormented by evil spirits. The battle is in the mind. It's causing them to fail in their jobs, businesses, finances, and marriages. My message today is the mind and peace in the midst of a storm. The mind and peace in the midst of a storm. Isaiah 26, 3 The guardian nature of peace is also increased through the renewing of the mind. The guardian, what guards the mind? That will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusteth in thee, unquote. I have a daily blog, a thought of the day on my website, www.worldministries.org. In fact, we just kicked open a brand new website. Check it out. I also have one on my ministry Facebook, World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Now, I don't have it right in front of me, but basically I wrote a thought of the day. If you want to start a new book with new chapters of victory, throw the old book away with the chapters of failure. Some people cannot seem to grasp the word of God, the promises of God. They might have heard it taught and preached 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and they go right back to the same old chapters. 
that do nothing but torment them, that the devil loves to bring up in their face. God can't do anything for you if you don't hold on to the promises of God and throw away the old chapters. God already said it's under the blood. It's forgiven. And if you don't hold on to the promises of God, then the only one destroying you is you yourself as you agree with the enemy. That will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. So our minds are constantly processing information. Our minds are. And not all of it is beneficial. The word mind in the scriptures passage can be translated imagination. You know, 90 some percent of our fears never happened. It's all in the mind. And yet some people, their mind wanders so far with them, they kill themselves. And it would have never happened. In fact, most of the things are not even in play. And people aren't even thinking what they think. They're thinking of them. It's not even in their thought process. But their mind has run away with the lies of the enemy, with Satan. We are easily snowed under with too many images and ungodly influences that attack the borders of our souls, causing our imaginations to run wild. Our thoughts become scattered and we lose focus on our walk with God. And the devil loves to play these old videos. He loves to bring the old book back and put it on the shelf. He loves to read the chapters where you screwed up. We had a song today. If you're ever in my area, attend my worship service for the staff and families, and we have great worship. One of, one of the songs mentioned, our sins are many, but his mercy is more. Hallelujah. Amen. His mercy is more. Hallelujah. Can't we hold on to that promise? Some people literally can't. They constantly allow Satan to beat them up, and they agree with Satan. Yeah, I am a loser. What is wrong with you? I remember watching, I'm fairly good. I don't usually watch movies, DVDs, but remember the Titans, and, and one of the, the statements is, you are outside your mind. In other words, come on. Get a clue. Get into reality. You know, the, the coach slaps him on the helmet. You are outside your mind. And uh, <laughs> some people are outside their mind. They can't seem to grasp the word of God. So they constantly agree with the lies of the enemy. When you get a head full of images, if you don't watch what you put into your mind, you don't watch what you listen to, if you're not careful, then you are full of things that the devil uses all the time that is contrary to the word of God, that changes our attitudes. And we have a hard time then walking with the spirit of God using us because our attitudes are that of the world. We got to be careful what we watch, what we think, what we put into what is called our gateways. Keep the gate shut of the enemies, the enemy of your soul. Keep it shut. Now, the verse 24 in Mark 11, 24 and 25, I'll read it. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. 
And whenever you stand praying, if, that's the big word, only two letters, but big word, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. So the faith of verse 24 must be coupled with the love of verse 25 in order to see results in our prayers. We may have grown up in an unforgiving atmosphere and find it difficult to forgive when people wrong us. We may have to learn not to hold grudges anymore, but this attitude will definitely impede the flow of power in our life. If we don't learn to forgive, if we hold on to grudges, you say, I want to be a mighty man of God. I want to be a mover and shaker. You might want to be, but you will never be until you win the battle of the mind. You cannot hold on to grudges. You've got to forgive as Christ has forgiven us. Building a strong life of faith must be accompanied with a strong life of love. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love, Galatians 5, 6. Faith working through love. Again, the song, our sins might be many, but his mercy is more. <laughs> I mean, man, I love that. I love that. The Apostle John also is known as the Apostle of Love. He wrote the following to his disciples, teaching them that faith and love works together for results. 1 John 3, 22 through 23. Whatever we ask, receive from him because we keep, there's the key, we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. As this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of Jesus and love one another. As he gave us commandment. That was 1 John 3, 22 through 23. It's not possible to have confidence or faith in God when we're holding people in unforgiveness in our hearts. You can't have confidence in God. You say, I have confidence. Well, mentally you might have confidence, but you don't have confidence. You don't know love. God is love. Your prayers are answered if you keep his commandments. Then you can have confidence. Why? Because we kept his commandments. Why did we do that? Because of the love of God in us to overcome our selfishness. And now we know how to forgive. Ephesians 4, 32 through Ephesians 5, 2. And be kind to one another. Forgiving one another. Even as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore be imitators of God as dear children. And walk in love as Christ has loved us and given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Jesus gave himself to God. Total love. And because of total love, then God has to totally love us. His mercies are ever even more than our sins. The mercy seat. We can only have mercy on others if we have love. The love of God inside of us. Not the love of, of, of a selfish person. Even the mafia has love. Even an adulterer has love. An affordicator has love. We might call it self or lust. They call it love. But they love who they choose. Who can please them. Satisfy them. They can't love those that don't love them. 
But this is what Jesus asks of you and I, to love our enemies. Why? Because Jesus loved us when we were his enemy. And every time we sin, we're his enemy. Our sins separate us, but his mercy is even more, which forgives us. We must forget. We must have enough of the love of God in us to forgive, and our prayers will be answered. Now, again, the title, The Mind and Peace in the Midst of a Storm. All of us have gone through storms. All of us. Many of us might be going through storms right now. I seem to go sometimes through two, three, four storms at a time. If it wasn't for the, the word of God, the promises of God, my love in God, uh, I'd have broke down. But the love of God gives me strength to continue in the midst of the storm. Sustains me. Because God is love. His love is all powerful, strong, invincible. Consequently, I can go through any storm. It is appropriate, I think, to say where there is no forgiveness, there is no love. As born-again believers in Jesus, we have made to become partakers of the divine nature. And God is love. This means our new nature, which is made in God's image, is love. <clears throat> it's love. I must love you. I will love you. I choose to love you. Why? Because God has done all that for me. He chose to love me when I was unlovely. A marriage is a choice. It's a covenant. You choose to love that partner when that partner always might not be the nicest partner. Now, there's not a partner, I think, that is ever perfect all the time. All the time. I mean, all the time. All the time. Dolly might disagree, but... <laughs> there, is, there is not a partner. <laughs> that, that was my wife, in case you heard that. <laughs> there is not a partner that is perfect all the time. Okay? Self-confession. Self-confession. Nobody is perfect all the time, right? None of us. Because we're human. We are not... Totally God. We are becoming more of the God nature. The love of God in us is becoming stronger, I hope. If we are chasing God, we should be coming more and more in the image of God, the love of God, the influence of the third person of the Trinity working within us and through us. But I will never be God. His love is perfect. Perfect. But we need to strive to be more and more like him. That's what he says to do. And that's what I'm trying to do. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God is poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Romans 5.5. 5. Hope, faith, and victory. Hope does not disappoint. Where there is hope, you can have victory. If you lose hope, there's no victory. If you lose hope, there's no faith. Hope, faith, victory. You must maintain your hope. You have to maintain your hope. Jesus maintained his hope right on the cross. He knew he was going to be victorious on that cross and God would forgive everybody on earth of their sins if they repented. He gave the world a new beginning if the world chose to have it. He had that hope and he went to the cross and had victory. The new nature in us will always prompt us to forgive others first. It is the old man in our flesh that wants to get revenge. Or withhold forgiveness. The Apostle Paul said to put off the old man and put on the new. He gave us 
practical instructions how to do this when writing to the Colossians. <clears throat> Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Therefore, as the elect of God, you and I, put on tender mercies, put on, choose to have it. You know, I can get up off this desk and choose to be friendly or get up off this desk and choose to be a rascal. It's our choice. It's our choice who we serve, God or ourselves. So put on, choose tender mercies, choose kindness, choose humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Jesus forgave you, you must do the same. You must do the same if you want your prayers answered. Above all things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with the grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Colossians again, 3, 17, uh, 12 through 17. Jesus is quick to forgive. We need to be. Certainly, we must repent. Even if we don't repent, he still loves us. He doesn't treat us bad. His love is always there for us to come back. Yes, we must repent. Nobody can forgive without repentance. But we can always love. We must love the sinner, whether they repent or not. They, they're not going to come to Christ if they don't see love. God is love. The love of God is what draws them. And they have to see it through us. Okay? That draws them. Some people, you know, they go to church and <laughs> they might never want to go again because they don't see people that love them. They, 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 they say, man, if this is the love of God, I don't need it. And sadly, many people do not reflect the love of God. And, and a lot of people are hurt. Now, still, I would tell those people, if they talk to me, you cannot hold God responsible for a person's lack of love, even if he comes to church. That is still not God. That is that person. God will deal with that person. You must still go to God. Because a lot of people want to quit a church, or yet God did not do wrong to those people. People, people have done wrong. But we never turn our back on God because of people. We can't do that. You will never find a perfect church ever because churches are full of people and they're not perfect. Now, some are a lot less perfect. Some of them are living totally in selfishness. They call themselves Christian by name and quite possibly they need to accept Jesus himself as Lord and Savior. E.W. Kenyon said, a step out of love is a step into sin. Unforgiveness is definitely a sin that grieves the spirit of God within us. Forgive quickly and remain close fellowship with God. If you, if you are in close fellowship with God, you've got, to, you've got to forgive quickly. Amen? You have got to. You have got to. I make sure I don't go to sleep without Saying, if I, if I know there's a grievance, honey, I'm sorry. Or honey, I forgive you. And I'll say it even if she doesn't ask for forgiveness. Honey, I forgive you. Amen? We got to do that. 
and leave it on them. If they don't want to forgive, uh, they, they can go to bed with a headache and, and uh, not sleep good. But uh, I'm going to forgive you anyway. Honey, I'm going to forgive you. And then I give her the biggest kiss that, that I can give her. Amen. We got to do these things. <laughs> forgive quickly. Remain in close fellowship with Jesus. Where strong faith is, that is the normal life. Now, you can increase your peace by renewing your mind. You must change the image, and the only way to do that is to speak the word of God. Speak it, speak it, speak it, even if you don't feel like it. There's times that I've, there was a time years ago, and I've given the story, I don't want to go into it in detail because of time, but I hated somebody. I couldn't move on with the Lord. I, once I finally, it took me five years to ask him to forgive me, and I had to talk myself into it after I asked God to forgive me. And God was so clear. Leave your gift at the altar. Make it right. Now, I didn't feel like it. Get up. Go. Drive. Get out of the car. Knock. Open the door. I've hated you. Will you forgive me? Soon as I said it, it broke. Soon as, And then nothing but love for him and all others came. And that very night, I moved into my first supernatural dream. The Holy Spirit can't flow through you through your unforgiveness, because you have too much self inside of you. Too much self stops the Holy Spirit, because you are in control of your life. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. Some people call me pastor. Too much self stops the Holy Spirit from flowing through your life. You can't move with signs following in the gifts of the Holy Spirit when you have too much of yourself in the way. So you must change the image, and the only way to do that is to speak the word of God. Open your mouth and start saying what God says about you too. Some people say, you know, I'm a failure. Say, I'm a victor. I'm more than a conqueror. Jesus loves me. I love myself. Jesus made everything perfect. Start speaking the word of God. Quit saying things that condemn you and destroy you. Throw that old book away and all the chapters and start a new book with victorious chapters. Amen. You got to do it. You got to do it. Start a new book with victorious chapters. Decree and declare the truth of God's word over your life. Decree and declare. I do that over my life. I do it over my wife's. You know, this is what God says you are. This is what God says you're going to be. Decree and declare. We don't let our emotions affect us. Every hero of the Bible had emotions that were not healthy too at times. But thank goodness they did not live by them. They might have taken a step back, had to regroup like Elijah. And God had to rebuke them. Hey, Elijah, there's 7,000 more that haven't bowed to Baal. Come on, boy. You know, get off your belly and get back to work. A little paraphrasing. But sometimes we let our emotions really kick us in the teeth. Come on, get back on that horse and fly. Ride. You know, eagle saving nations. Yeah. Amen? And it's a little plug Go on my website, www.worldministriesinternational, brand new website. Click on Eagle Saving Nations, join today. Eagles Saving Nations. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I have what God says I have. These are not empty words. They are faith declarations of agreement with the word of God. Start speaking them aloud. And soon you'll be seeing them come to pass. Proverbs 18.4, the words of a man's mouth are as deep waters and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. 
I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I have what God says I have. Man, this is powerful. It's powerful. Even as I'm going over my notes, boy, I'm getting encouraged myself. I got to say this every day. Amen? Spoken words are powerful. They have a profound effect on the inner man. The inner man. If you speak evil, spreading false tales or deceit, your inner man is corrupted. That's what Proverbs 18.8 tells us. When you speak what God says and proclaim what he promises, your inner man is strengthened. Your mind is renewed and you're at peace. The peace increases. Wow. I can look down and say, wife, you are beautiful. God gave you to me. You're lovely. You're an eagle. Amen. You can speak the truth over your spouse, right? Come on, every one of us. Encourage the spouse. Every day I pray in the Spirit and quote the Word of God. I do that every day. I'm convinced those two things must be done to be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Ephesians 6.10 Speak the Word of God. Declare it. Speak in the Spirit. And your peace will be increased. Your mind will be renewed. God bless you. Renew your mind. Have peace. Have victory. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.